Welcome to the Health Leaders Podcast, the place for peer-sourced and solution-focused insights for healthcare executives, airing every Tuesday. I'm Melanie Blackman, the Strategy Editor for Health Leaders. My guest for today's episode is Dr. Luis Garcia, President of Sanford Health Clinic. He oversees the governance, mergers, and acquisitions, and overall clinic integration for the Sioux Falls, South Dakota-based health systems clinical division. During our conversation, Dr. Garcia shares his amazing career journey and how healthcare has always been a part of his life. He also shares strategies that the health system has on tackling workforce issues. And he talks a little bit about the Way Forward a Leadership Summit, where he will be joining other healthcare executives in sharing ideas for the future of healthcare. So without further ado, please enjoy our conversation. Well, it's really nice to meet you virtually before we meet next week. I'm very excited for the event and being able to connect in person. I agree with you. We're excited too. Thank you for the invitation, Melanie. To start us off, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about your career journey, what it's looked like, and how you have come to work at Sanford Health. Yeah, thank you, Melanie. And and let me just start off by thanking you for the opportunity to talk and to share our message. And also thank you to, you know, health leaders for engaging with us in this capacity. You know, my name is Luis Garcia, and I am the president of the medical group in Sanford Health. Um, and uh, I was born and raised in Mexico City in a very poor area of the city. My father is a surgeon uh, by training, and I was involved or uh, related to healthcare since I can remember. You know, my mother was a chief executive officer and chief financial officer of my dad's practice. So since I can remember, I've been related to healthcare. So I grew up basically in a very poor community, but thankfully both my father and my mother were able to give us opportunities in life. And I was able to go to a, to a very reputable medical school in Mexico City. And as part of my training, I did my last year of medical school at the University of Miami in the, in the Latin American training program. And that gave me the introduction of the medicine in the United States. Fast forward, I decided to apply for a surgical residency and ended up matching at the University of North Dakota, where I did my surgical training and subsequently did a fellowship at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center on advanced laparoscopic and bariatric surgery. And uh, after that, came back to the Midwest with Sanford Health to be employed. As a native of Mexico City, uh, you know, people often ask me, why did you choose North Dakota uh, or and South Dakota to stay working? And uh, and why did you choose Sanford Health? And and Melanie, to be honest, the reason why I decided to stay is because the Midwest offers a tremendous opportunity to have a good life. Our communities in general are very safe communities, very good communities. People are just great. 
And when it comes to Sam for Health, I, I got to be honest, it's just a phenomenal organization. I think that the mission and the values of the organization is something that align with my personal values and the tremendous and unrelentless commitment that we have to bring the best care possible in the rural setting is something that was extremely attractive to me. And as a surgeon, I live that commitment and executed on that commitment for 20 years. And now as the president of the clinic, I get the privilege to lead and represent our group of clinicians in that same mission and in that same commitment. Oh, what an amazing personal and career journey. It's really interesting to hear how healthcare has kind of always been in your life and that you've continued on that path and especially becoming a surgeon and leading Sanford Health Clinic. How does your background as a surgeon help you lead as president of the clinic? That's a good question, uh, Melania. Let me just start by perhaps describing a little bit of what Sanford is and looks like. Sanford is one of the largest, if not the largest, fully integrated rural healthcare delivery system. And uh, the core of our clinical operations are in the states of North Dakota, South Dakota, and Minnesota. And, um, you know, our geographical footprint is about 250,000 square miles. Uh, we have 47 hospitals, over 300 clinics. And the medical group is a little bit just short of 3,000 clinicians. Now, I want you to think for a minute about what the responsibility that takes to lead and represent 300,000 clinicians in a footprint of 250,000 square miles. And once again, with the commitment that we have to bring the best care in rural communities. So unquestionably, every day we're dealing with situations of high stress and important decision making. And I think that as a surgeon, that's what I lived every day in the operating room, you know, situations of high stress where you need to make decisions fast and you need to think always about the impact that your decisions are going to have at the individual level or at the collective level, right? But, you know, to be honest, Melanie, in the position of leadership that I hold, titles really don't matter. You know, whether you are a surgeon and you're a cardiologist or, or a family medicine doctor, that's really not what matters. What matters is that when you're leading such a large group, one, that you understand the complexity of business in medicine because the decisions that you make affect your clinicians, and but they also can affect the organization at large. Two, you need to understand the practice of medicine. You know, the challenges of the different sectors of medicine are different, and, and you always need to take into consideration after you make a decision, how are you going to affect the workforce that you're representing, right? And last but not least, and more importantly, I think, Melanie, that the most important aspect of the role that I play is that you have to be empathetic and you have to be caring. Every day we make difficult decisions, but ultimately we always need to make the right decision. And sometimes the right decision affects people, but you have to be empathetic and caring and always keep in mind that my responsibility is that commitment to our patients. My responsibility is to support our clinicians. 
and to bring the best out of the talent that we have inside Sanford. And you can only do that by being empathetic and caring. That absolutely makes sense. I've talked to a lot of healthcare executives and really the emotional part of leading and being empathetic has come up a lot. With the hardships of the pandemic and things along those lines, I know workforce issues have been top of mind for executives. How is Sanford Health investing in clinician well-being programs and building those recruitment pipelines to recruit and retain physicians, you know, while we work through some of these workforce shortages? Thank you for asking that question, because I think that is top of our priorities right now. But before I answer the question, let me recognize that the last two years have been extremely difficult for the healthcare industry and specifically for the frontline workers in the healthcare industry. And and I would like to take this opportunity to thank everybody that has been involved in our industry because in the last two years we have been tested. We have been tested to our limits and we have delivered. And that should be heavily recognized. So my appreciation and my gratitude to all the healthcare workers, not only for the for what they have gone through in the last couple of years, but for continuing to be there post-pandemic. And, and, and let me tell you, a lot of what the pandemic has done is that our frontline workers right now, they feel overworked. You know, we have workforce challenges, shortages, just like any other industry. But it just so happened that in healthcare, we cannot close doors. You know, we cannot reduce the number of tables like a restaurant can do. You know, in healthcare, once again, we have the commitment and we have to honor that commitment of delivering care. So our frontline workers are feeling overworked. They're feeling burnout. You know, in the last couple of years, they've seen people dying that they shouldn't have died under different circumstances. You know, and they're feeling devalued. And part of what we are doing in Sanford is to engage our workforce, engage our nurses, our physicians, our APPs, and bring back that pride of being in healthcare. Our jobs in healthcare are very honorable jobs. We get to help people in the situations of greatest need for them. Our patients are trusting them with their lives, with their health, which are the most valuable assets. And we get the privilege to do that. We get the privilege to change suffering into joy and to get them through very difficult moments. And part of what we're doing in Sanford is really re-elevating the honor of being a healthcare professional. Now, how are we doing that? It obviously is through internal support and also looking at the future of medicine. When we talk about internal support, of course, we are responsible for making sure that every clinician, specifically talking about physicians and APPs, we're responsible for their clinical success. So we obviously look at all the aspects of running a practice and how are we support them. So a clinician continues to offer their talents to their highest capacity, at the same time that we're satisfying the ask of our patients. 
but also we're supporting them from the human aspect. You know, we talk about burnout, we talk about being overworked, we talk about being devalued. And if you think about it, Melanie, our clinicians, our nurses, they're human beings. And outside of work, they are dealing with added stressors. Outside of work, they're dealing with the same issues that everybody else is dealing, uh, you know, with rising costs of everything, with, uh, you know, during the pandemic, children not being able to go to school, you name it. And in addition, they're dealing with the high stress right now in healthcare. So we pay attention tremendously about treating our employees like humans and supporting them uh, like such. So we have developed very, very comprehensive tr strategies internally to support them from the emotional standpoint, from the financial standpoint, from the legal standpoint, and really to create a great experience to work in our facilities. A little bit about the pipeline that you mentioned, um, you know, the, one of the things that we know is that it's extremely difficult to recruit into the rural settings. We are at a disadvantage to start. So one of the biggest strategies for us is to develop our own workforce. And specifically talking about physicians, Sanford Health has invested heavily in the last decade, and we will continue to invest in the next decade in graduate medical education. We're very proud of the relationships that we have with our academic organizations, uh, in this case, the University of South Dakota and the University of North Dakota and others. But with that relationship, we've been able to develop very good training programs in different medical and surgical specialties that would allow us to develop our own pipeline of workforce. And uh, we know that the biggest predictor of uh, a medical student or resident choosing a job is the, the place where they train. And because of that, we have invested heavily on that. Right now, Sanford has 18 residencies and fellowships that we fund directly or indirectly that we engage on. And uh, our plan is in the next decade to develop anything from eight to 10 more programs to satisfy that development of pipeline. Well, it sounds like Sanford Health and Sanford Health Clinic are doing a lot to not only help their current employees in retention, but also really looking forward into the future and working on those strategies of, you know, the workforce of the future, essentially. And speaking of, you know, the future and moving forward, You'll be joining healthcare executives for the Way Forward, a leadership summit we'll be hosting in October. What initiatives are you looking forward to sharing during the event? We're excited to participate in this summit and, and the title of the summit, the Way Forward, is just so fitting to, to what we're trying to do right now, you know. I think that the last decade in, in healthcare has been very challenging. And uh, the challenges that we have right now are heavily unprecedented. You know, we used to say that we looked at, at the competition across the street, right? And then it became a regional kind of challenge. And now every challenge that we're facing is not only national, but it's a global challenge. You know, so we're very, very excited not only to get together with other leaders in the nation to discuss important topics, 
but uh, but really to engage on on a think tank type of event to basically honor the title of the of the summit, which is the way forward. Uh, right now in healthcare, we're really being challenged to think about how do we need to position ourselves in the industry, not in five or ten, but in the next two or three decades to make sure that our our industry stays strong to deliver that uh, care that we're asked to do. So, you know, some of the topics that we're going to be engaging on is the cost of care, uh, challenges with supply chain, you know, how are we uh, finding and managing operational efficiencies, you know, workforce optimization, and, uh, you know, virtual care is a hot topic right now, digital strategies. And, and let me just tell you that that we're also looking forward to share our own experiences with other reputable organizations of things that we have done right. You know, one of the things that Sanford Health is really invested on in the next two or three years is on a robust virtual health strategy and, and a digital strategy that would improve our patient experience, improve our workforce experience, and would allow us to continue to deliver that high quality of care in remote areas and using different tools that the traditional face-to-face interaction with patients. You know, so we're excited about, once again, uh, engaging with all other organizations. We're excited to learn from others because I'm going to be honest, we think that we've thought about everything, but every time I engage with a healthcare leader, there's always something that we learn. And, and it's just a, a great time right now in healthcare where very good leaders are sharing uh, opportunities of success and sharing uh, instances in which we have failed to make sure that others capitalize on those opportunities. So looking forward to the summit. Absolutely. I'm definitely looking forward to hearing about those initiatives in more detail at the summit and definitely looking forward to sharing those ideas with our readers. Well, Dr. Garcia, I just want to thank you again for joining me on the podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me, and I look forward to connecting in person. Melanie, it's, uh, it's my privilege. Thank you for the invitation and, and looking forward also to meet you in person and to participate in the summit. And thank you for listening to the Health Leaders Podcast. We'll be back next Tuesday with more healthcare industry insights.